Welcome to the Michigan Minds Podcast, a quick and informative analysis of today's top issues from University of Michigan faculty. Transgender people often face discrimination, but one of the places where it can be subtle yet do the most harm is in healthcare. University of Michigan School of Social Work researchers Shauna Katari and Ashley Lacombe Duncan have studied and surveyed the experiences of transgender people in healthcare settings. They've found that many delay important procedures and checkups due to a lack of confidence in their treatment. Meanwhile, doctors who are identified as trans friendly in the community often have long wait times. One of the outcomes they hope to create is accessible information that doesn't require a lot of training time for healthcare providers so they can better treat transgender patients. My research is about access to different types of healthcare and experiences in healthcare settings of the transgender and non-binary community and population. Most of my work has actually been focused on transgender women living with HIV and that has been mostly conducted in Canada. Um, with the Canadian HIV Women's Sexual and Reproductive Health Cohort Study. The most um, pervasive problem is stigma, and that's perpetuated within healthcare settings predominantly by providers who hold negative attitudes or stereotypes about trans women, and particularly trans women living with HIV. Research has shown a variety of ways that trans folks interact with medical professionals uh, that can be discriminatory, and some of it is what we'd consider implicit or microaggression. So as the name before, misgendering, using the wrong pronoun for someone, um, using their legal name or what we call their dead name instead of their accurate name, um, being careful, more careful in how they touch them, um, what we call broken arm syndrome. So someone comes in with say pneumonia and they're like, oh, well, it's because you're on so much estrogen that must lower your immune system. Or someone comes in with depression, say for having lost their job and it's, oh, well, it's because you're transgender. That must be why you're depressed. And studies are showing both in Colorado and here in Michigan that over 60% of trans and non-binary people are choosing to delay needed medical care. And the biggest reason is based on fear of discrimination. People use words like I'm floundering. Um, if they take me off my hormones, I'd rather die. Um, I'd rather, you know, I could be shot or stabbed or whatever. I won't access emergency medical care. Basically, I'd rather die th than face this, this stigma and discrimination. Both the mental health and, and physical health aspects um, or outcomes associated with um, all these things that we've been talking about are extremely severe. We're talking about folks who are not getting pap smears and mammograms and prostate exams. And I think as social work researchers, part of our responsibility is to figure out ways that we can help providers to provide the care that a lot of times they want to be able to provide. You know, trans people and non-binary people live everywhere and I think emphasizing that is important for increasing motivation for people to gain training and also thinking about like the time restrictions of providers who are practicing um, and so how do we create knowledge that's accessible to them that isn't going to require like a massive amount of training like for example sharing um, the scale that Dr. Katari is working on or having web-based um, interventions so that they can access you know an hour-long webinar on trans health or putting in place um, systems where you know people can connect with providers who are already really well versed in trans care. So I've partnered with Transcend the Binary to create a survey for Michiganders 
that really just got a baseline about health of trans and non-binary people here in Michigan. There's never been a statewide trans health survey. There's never been a statewide trans survey of this magnitude. So it's something that I think is also really important to note here in Michigan, the way that our state is laid out. Areas in the thumb, for example, um, participants in our survey and who are part of the Trans Health Research Advisory Board here have said they travel three to four hours mm -hmm. Um, to be able to get to see a therapist, nonetheless somebody who will provide hormones. And people who are living in the UP are traveling six to eight hours to see a regular primary care doctor because they can't find someone they feel safe with in the area that they live. And I think like these are really important things to note is that then also we're in cities and this was a big issue in Denver is there was two or three people who are known as like the trans inclusive providers and they had a six to 12 month wait list. So yes, people need to realize that it's not just in cities, but we have folks in rural areas and we don't have enough folks in cities. Healthcare is a human right. Mm -hmm. um, and I strongly believe that trans and non-binary people deserve access to authentic and affirming and inclusive healthcare. What I would urge is for providers to listen to trans and non-binary people, to respect them as experts in how they should be treated, and to actually take tangible steps to correct the issues that trans and non-binary people are raising. Thank you for listening to the Michigan Minds Podcast, a production of the University of Michigan. Please subscribe to hear more, give us a rating to let us know what you think, and follow the conversation on social media at hashtag UMichImpact.